Welcome to Rebuilders. This is the intrepid sound man, Daniel, here behind the microphone for another week of a couple re-releases. If you missed last week, we're just re-releasing some old episodes from about a year and a half ago that initially just went out on YouTube, um, but we're wanting to put them in audio form for you, for the podcasters. And so these are centered around principles of renewal and Mark took us through what are some key principles of renewal as he's looked at that throughout history. And so today we've just got a couple shorter ones, but we thought still be great to put them out there. The first one you'll listen to is living in God's reality. And Mark talks about moving from regular mode to renewal mode. And then the second one is what role does hope play in renewal? So enjoy Again, like I said last week, take some time to listen to these. Pause along the way if you need to. If God's speaking to you, don't just let this kind of brush past. Spend some time. See what God wants to speak and reveal. Enjoy. Now, not only can we compare our baseline of where we should be operating to our peers, we can also see our baseline of what should be occurring in the world. Even though we call ourselves Christians, followers of Jesus, we can actually have our baseline determined by the secular environment in which we live. Now, we might with our words and even our our, our hearts actually say, no, we believe in God's kingdom. We believe that heaven's coming to earth. We believe in the supernatural, that God is powerful and all the stuff we read in scripture. But then Because we live in a secular world, which is highly materialist, our baseline for how God operates can often be driven by what culture says, not what the power of God says. So you can look around and go, man, I'm in this secular city. I'm in this place where lots of people are not going to church. And the data of that reality sets your mindset rather than what God's power and potential and his majesty and his glory and what we see in scripture setting our mindset. So we've actually got to move our brains up from just the secular data that we see on the ground and actually step into the reality that, hang on, if we believe in the power of God, if we believe in what God wants to do, we can't let secular culture actually set the agenda. We actually need to believe in the power of God. It's not where you are, it's who he is and what he wants to do. That's an absolute essential when we're pushing into renewal patterns. So so when you stop comparing to your peers and start comparing to the great saints, to biblical heroes, not just historical church, historical heroes, but biblical heroes. When you stop looking at the world through just a secular mindset, but actually look at it through a, a power of God mindset, you begin to become this, this holy discontent overtakes you in your low level of faith. You've got to get to this point. And I got to this point where I cannot tolerate my low level of faith anymore. The dream that God has for his church, the dream that God has for me, the dream that God has for my family, the dream that God has for my city that I can't do in my own strength. My low level of faith is not going to get me there. I need God to actually set the agenda for me. So I need to stop being the judge of what my faith looks like and allow God to actually be the judge of where my faith should be at. So I cannot tolerate things which are low level of faith. Now, it's really key here to not fall into a works mentality and then drive yourself silly. Rather, this is a humbly falling on on your knees going, I can't meet this challenge, God, but I know you can. And what that does is these different steps that I've outlined, when we do it, it begins to move us from a consuming posture, which is just in the air that we breathe, where I expect to do A and then B and get C. 
Rather, I'm going to follow God, let him set the agenda. And then I move from a consuming posture to actually a contending posture. Renewal means that we must move from regular mode is consuming in our Western culture. Renewal mode is contending, striving, stretching, desiring something with all our heart, praying and crying out to God that he'll actually bring renewal. That's the, that's the key step of this first stages of renewal and moving from regular mode to renewal mode. in our world when things seem hopeless and I guess in renewal hopelessness doesn't really have a place so what does what role does hope play in seeing a renewal happen I've thought a lot about hope and um, I think that hope well first of all hope biblically is a really key thing um, you know in first Corinthians it you know it talks about he talks about Paul talks about, you know, how we, we can't see reality properly. So it's like looking through a, a, a mirror darkly or, you know, through a glass dimly. Uh, but then it talks about these three things remain, faith, hope, and love. So it's love is the most important, but hope's a key thing in there. And it's really interesting because what we just talked about in that sense that for a long time when the mirage was in play, it's almost there's a prophetic thing. And you can see that in the prophetic um, books of the Bible where like trying to pull down the idols, the golden calves. So the prophet can seem like they have a message of doom, you know, and I felt like that for a long time because you're like, don't look at this, you know, and this thing's a mirage. But increasingly as that's shown up as a mirage, the message of hope becomes more important. So I believe in this renewal as a tremendous sense of hopelessness comes into the world. Like, like the message now for many, many young people coming of age now is, you know, the world's becoming more politically polarised environmental concerns, um, you know, random outbreaks of just random violence around the place you're seeing, um, this sense that you're going to lose your jobs, they're going to be automated, you know, the rise of China, the rise of, you know, all these countries and clashes and we're coming out of this period where things seem to be moving towards some utopia that's not looking like that in the same way. Um, the message of hope becomes one of the prophet's main messages and it actually becomes countercultural. In a happy, happy self-esteem age where everything's going to be great, hope in a sense seems hollow, but biblical hope is an incredible resource. I really, I really love Roy Goodwin's two books, The Grace Outpouring and The Way of Blessing. And he, he comes upon through his ministry and, and you can check the books out, but, but the power of blessing. And there's something in blessing where you're blessing someone. And when you bless someone, you're speaking hope over them. You're speaking hope over them personally, spiritually, physically, emotionally, over their endeavors, over their relationships, even over where they live. And so, you know, Roy's, Roy Goodwin's got this real ministry around blessing. And what I realize is blessing is speaking God's truth in contrast to what the world's saying. 
So we have a whole generation of people, and by generation I mean everyone alive at the moment, but also particularly young people, um, who need desperately to hear a message of hope. That in the midst, like that whatever happens to the world, that you can still flourish, that life in God is abundant, and that he's actually calling. So renewal, you know, it was almost like for ages you had to like convince, you know, it's almost like life's so shiny and wonderful and filled with pleasure, um, don't do it. But now it's like increasingly it's like anxious, it's, it's restrictive, it's, it's impotent. Where the kingdom life that we're inviting people into is one filled with meaning and excitement and purpose and direction and spirit and things happening and, and hope. So hope, I think, is going to be a key, key element of the renewal that people, so the renewal that God wants to bring. So in the midst of that, we need to become agents of hope. We need to have hopeful language. We need to have hopeful ministry. And some evangelicals can pull back on that a little bit because we don't want to be like prosperity gospel, but I'm talking about something different. I'm talking about biblically grounded hope in God, that by following God, this actually has real world effects on our life in this life and the life to come. Uh, so hope is key. Well, thank you for joining us today. We hope you've enjoyed this. It is our heart and our prayer that this content isn't merely just consumed and left at that, but it is uh, a vessel, it is an opportunity to, for God to, to broaden your heart, broaden your understanding, deepen your relationship with him, that you're able to be more effective in your ministry for him. Just a quick couple of things. As we mentioned last week, what you've just listened to, we actually originally recorded as video. So if you want to go back and watch them, head to rebuilders.co and click on the YouTube icon. And the second thing, what Mark just talked about there of hope, what role does hope plan renewal? We're actually doing a series at the moment, or Mark's delivering a series called Rebuilding Hope at Red Church. So to unpack that further, I encourage you to head to redchurch.org.au to, to listen to that series. I think it's actually quite significant and quite important for us. So check that out. And as usual, we'll catch you next time. 